Now, I'm joined in the studio by the wonderfully fabulous, very talented Ellen Leonard. You're very welcome along. Oh, oh crap, I didn't up your mic. Sorry. Do that again. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Thanks for that lovely intro. Oh, you're welcome. Um, our very first story today I am fully obsessed with because producer John John came uh, this morning and he was like, do you know what? That story about that that guy who bought a house three, three, three doors down from his ex, that's really interesting. And I was like, hang on, what? Tristan Thompson is like, you know, you're mad. <laughs> you're mad, that guy. And the <laughs> scandal that's been going on about him the last few years. So let's get straight into it. Um, we'll give a little bit of a recap because there's always a lot of, um, I suppose, like mats and pyramids when it comes to the Kardashians <laughs> because they're all involved Mind, maps, in some way, shape or form. He, he does. He has a neck on him, I feel, doing this. And it's a similar stunt that Kanye West pulled a couple of years ago. So Tristan is after buying a mansion only three houses away from his ex Chloe Kardashian so I mean at the size of LA Calabasas and he goes yeah do you know what three doors down they always kind of stick to themselves and this isn't even the Kardashians I just mean famous people in general they have so much money that they're just like oh sure I'll just live there must be them. security in numbers or something. They have this weird mentality. But I don't feel like it's appropriate to be breathing down your mm. ex's neck. It's so weird. It's and especially so weird. everything that he's done to her over the last while. So um, he signed the deed for $12.5 million. It's a 10,500 square foot property. And he did it back in December, but it's only kind of coming out now. But obviously, Chloe and Chris live side by side as well. Um, Chris Jenner, Chloe mom so they're pretty much on top of each other and I do feel like Kris Jenner could be to blame for this because she really has never come out and said anything negative against Tristan she's very supportive of him and he's like oh well do you know what if Chris says it's okay I'm just gonna but what I will say about this is she's a grandmother and he has two kids with her daughter. And I understand where she's coming from. She's not going to sit there and badmouth her grandbaby's dad because that will always come back again. Like, I mean, all the stuff that happens with Kardashians is like lives on the, like what everybody does, it lives on the internet. But with them, especially, like, you know, the kids, once they start getting older, they're able to search everything. So if they start looking between what happened between mom and dad, they're going to be able to see the backlash that happened totally. from the world. I don't think her voice needs to be in on top of that. Privately, she's probably like, oh. I, I, agree but she also can say nothing at all <laughs> don't say anything so. I, ju- I just think there's a different line when when you're looking after the well-being of your grandkids and their father so because regardless whatever he did I know he's a, a, he's a piece of work oh. and what he's done to Chloe I don't agree with at all and just a quick recap for anybody who might not remember when she was pregnant with their first child and they were in a fully committed relationship um, right before they had True their daughter he cheated on her yes. with her little sister's best friend Yeah, and Chloe found out while she was pretty much in labour mm-hmm. and on their second baby her little boy that was born last year he also had cheated on her but they had already approached a surrogate and that whole process was going ahead so this was nearly snakier with the with the first pregnancy you know okay mistakes happen and and people cheat and that was a a one-on-one thing but with the second pregnancy he cheated he got another woman pregnant Mm -hmm. he was aware of that he still went ahead with the surrogacy and didn't give her that information and waited the nine months until he had to tell her 
and only he only told her because it was up in court yeah. and Kim found out like he's just there, I, I get the grandparent and grandchildren thing but I think this man's been given far too much leeway I would have put a cease and desist for him <laughs> to live three doors down I'd be fuming um, and I get the co-parenting thing but I feel like this is probably taking it to a new level but sure it's his now and they're going to have to get along to be honest though if you think about it three doors down for us is very close three doors down for them acres <laughs> <laughs> away million mansions is the next town over. True, so, good point. Actually near each other. Um, our next story today is something that Harry Styles manifested oh. into the ether and worked towards very, very hard. Him and Emrata were caught having a shift in the car park. Yeah, I'm not the better this story like half of the internet to be honest. So Harry Styles obviously is well and truly over his romance with Olivia Wilde. Um, firmly in the past he was spotted in Tokyo on his tour with Emrata. You can't go anywhere. You can't, but like they weren't trying to hide it either. But they shouldn't have to. Ah. But they're in what Tokyo. What What? What? Are you one of these absolute mega Harry Styles fans? Are you like Orla? Like Orla, who works on the show, a like Orla can't listen to anything about Harry Styles being with another woman. Like when we were covering the Olivia Wilde drama that time, she just had, had her fingers in her room. Yeah, she's gone. She's like, nope, not having anything to do with it. He's an angel. I do. I have gone down another little hole. I love going into holes. And <laughs> there's been a couple of TikTok conspiracies where the two of them in the video, if you want to have a look, you literally just type in Harry and Emrata. But the two of them have been seen looking directly at the camera that's been filming them. And sorry, why is everyone filming on a spud when you're like <laughs> trying to catch, like everyone has 4K quality phones, but when you want to see something interesting, people whip out a potato to film it on. It's real grainy. But if you look closely enough like I did, you'll see that they're actually looking straight at the cameras. So I'm wondering, is there a bit of something in this? Is someone trying to get back at someone? But they were thrilled with themselves anyway. <laughs> Two things. Firstly, not everybody is a social media manager like you, Ellen. Okay. You do look after Radio One social media, so you have a different eye for things. Secondly, do you not just think that they caught the camera? It was in two separate angles, two separate shots. I don't know. Was there two separate spots? I'm going to believe this, okay? I'm going to believe that it's a setup. They're not really together, but they looked pretty comfortable and happy together. They're very hands-on. They are very hands-on, but they're probably the two hottest people on the planet. hundred percent. Wouldn't you not be hands-on with this? I did hear a clip during the week of an interview that Harry had done on a red carpet where, you know, he was being asked who he fancies the most. And he said, Emrata. Yes. I mean, naturally, she would come into your head to say, because she's one of the hottest women on the planet, Emrata's who I fancy would absolutely this love that years ago as well so I hope it's gotten back to her it's very cute it was when he had his kind of long flowy hair all the other lads were saying they're, they're whoever they'd love to get with and he only had one and it was just her so this. he's made it happen look at this Good all that him. manifestation into the world we'd love to see it Ella Leonard we will be back we're going to be talking all about Quentin Tarantino and would you pay 40 grand for somebody's chewed chewing gum that's on the way Sunday service with Laura Fox, Laura Fox. Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. Miss Ellen Leonard, we are back and we are doing all our celebrity stories and we are going to kick off with some Molly May. I love her. I'm putting it straight out there. I think people know that at this point. I, I'm a huge stan of her. Why am I keeping forgetting to put up your mic? It's like I don't want you here today. <laughs> I can go 
if you want. <laughs> no, please don't. Please, please I don't. Know, poor old Molly May. She's having a rough time. And like that, I do, I do really like Molly May and I've liked her from the get-go. But recently, well, about a couple of days ago, we haven't seen much or heard much from her since the birth of her little girl, Bambi, um, with Tommy Fury. Um, and I feel like she's put a lot of pressure on herself to put this video out. She was really, really candid and really, really open about the first two months of her pregnancy mm. um, and she's getting lots of supportive comments but she was very emotional she said that she was left screaming in pain and begging her sister to call 999 in her first week of being a mum she goes into all the nitty gritty details which you can go and listen to if you want but like she had a tough tough time and um, she had infections she just was not well her tummy her bowels like she was really really open and honest about it fair play to her because millions of people literally watch her videos and she just basically was like look I've really wanted to come back and talk to you I'm really ready to get back out there but this is what's been happening to me and I've been really really struggling and a lot of mums then have been commenting saying oh my god this is what was happening to me too it's so nice for someone to say this is the reality of being a new mum and how tough it is so fair play to her it's very hard as well because she was completely left alone mm. she didn't have the support of Tommy and that's what she was saying and look that was an agreement that they knew going into this because he was going to fight Jake Paul and he was going back into training camp so literally Bambi was born and Tommy took off and then she said she kind of rejected the help of her friends and family because yeah. she didn't want them around because she was like if it's not Tommy I don't want it mm-hmm. and and I like look I understand that she's a new mum and there's all this pressure of being able to do it all and not being able to ask for help and when you don't have the support of your partner there and you're trying to do it all alone and, and not giving into it is horrible but she, she says in the video that she didn't sleep for five days like five full days straight yeah. she did not sleep she was mentally exhausted she talks she's look I always find her really funny because I watch all of her YouTube videos and she's constantly talking about her toilet habits like oh, no. all the time she'd be like oh it's in Westfield and I had a Starbucks and I had to run to the loo really quickly didn't think I was going to make like, it I know this is TMI <laughs> but I'm going to tell you anyway she is she's just she's just such a nice girl and I think you know like you said there, you want to be independent. And there's another thing as well, where when people, when you do have a baby and people come over, they feel like they need to tell you and give you advice. And like on top of all that stuff, it can feel like a bit of a criticism, even though people are only trying to help. So I can understand why she just wanted like her own bubble, but at the same time, Ask for help. Yeah, ask for help. Did you see Blonde Tracy's stories during the week? Um, Blonde, who does our lovely weekend breakfast here. And she had just said, she put up and she was like, look, can you stop coming at me with your horror stories and your unsolicited advice? Because it's very daunting. It's my first child. And and I I passively hear this from people all the time. Being like, oh, you're never going to sleep again. Oh, you're never going to get your body back. Your life is never yours now. You have to be She was, I did hear she was on with Claire Byrne during the week and she was really good. And and Claire was like, has anyone asked to touch your bump yet which is another thing that happens a lot and to be honest Blonde is coming in being like touch my bump look feet are kicking obviously to people she's comfortable around but <laughs> with Molly May I the end of it so all the comments and this is the, the first time in a long long time where I haven't seen like scathing comments coming in because people always nitpick at everything that she does but for this one everything was positive mm-hmm. and someone made a really nice comment on her YouTube that said it's called maternity leave for a reason don't feel pressured to come back to us we love hearing from you we love seeing 
all of your videos but don't feel like you have to be here because we'll be here when you're ready yeah, to get back to it yeah, again and she knows that I think for her own mental well-being she wanted to get back to her people yeah. and have a chat with them but I'm thrilled to see her back but like that I'd say it'll take her maybe a couple more weeks than normal to get her bits and pieces out there and that's fine take all the time you need but at the end of it and at the core of all of this the positive that you can take from it is just how honest she was about how much she was struggling and you know like she's a new mum like everybody else and no amount of money or anything can change your mindset on that that's it so that's really brilliant Uh, next thing so last week on Sunday service we were talking about the Banshees of Inishirin the crockery and the furniture were all going up for sale I have the big bed getting delivered this week (laughs) thrilled why would she get a for Ah, just a couple of grand. Couple of grand. Floating around. <laughs> um, but we were talking about things that we would buy and I had said I'd love the spirit stick from Bring It On. We both wanted the burn book of course. from um, mean, mean Girls. Girls. Yeah, there was loads of different things. People had text in from Keenan and Kel. They'd love a, a, a bottle of orange soda. soda, which I was like, that is excellent. <laughs> this next one, I feel like me and you're going to have murder about this. Mm. You can buy Robert Downey Jr.'s chewed chewing gum for 40 grand. 40 Grant. So, and basically what's after happened was someone was at the <laughs> unveiling of a new Hollywood star um, on the boulevard there and Robert Downey Jr. Jr. was there. Um, and it was a walk of fame ceremony. And he took his chewing gum out of his mouth, stuck it on the star. So the, the actor's star is John Favreau or Favreau. He, he's in the Marvel films. Like you'd know him to see he's a producer, a writer, an actor. Um, and they're really good friends. And he, I think as like a little dig and having a bit of crack, he took his chewing gum out and stuck it on his star. And then of course they walked in, thought Nova had a great night, I'm sure. And some, I'm going to say entrepreneur, <laughs> was like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick that gum off that star and I'm going to go on to eBay and sell it. So it's up on eBay now currently for auction. The auction will in fact end on Friday. So if this is something that you're into, you can go on to eBay and put in a bid. Starting bid is $55,000 at the moment. That is scandalous. Oh my, I actually can't even think of words. I can't. You're going a bit pale. I am so... I po- like I hate chewing gum so much and if you're chewing a big hunk of chewing gum beside me like you have to leave it makes me so queasy I, I despise it so the thoughts that anybody would actively hand over their hard earned cash for a chewed thing in a plastic container with no returns just repulses me so much where, where do you stand on this? No returns I mean I wouldn't pay $50,000 Would you pay 50 quid? Whose chewing gum is it? Um, and can I sell it on and make a profit? Well, yeah, that's I mean, and that's what all this stuff is about, isn't it? It's like collecting memorabilia and going Ryan Tuberty, Harry uh, Styles. I could probably get Ryan's if I wanted badly <laughs> enough. <laughs> if anyone wants that, let me know. <laughs> In the last two weeks, the show has just turned into selling off the RT set for cash for itself. God, things are getting bad, aren't they? <laughs> okay, Harry Styles, would you pay fifty quid? Uh, probably not. Um. Okay, half I do it. love Harry, but I don't know if I'd pay 50 euro for it. What am I going to do with it? Look 25. It? I probably, I pay a little bit extra if there was a bit of flavour left. Oh. <laughs> Sunday service with Laura Fox. Sunday service with Laura Fox. On 2FM.
If you're just joining us, you're very welcome along to the final part of Sunday service. Miss Ellen Leonard is in the building and we are talking right now all about Jennifer Aniston and finding friends offensive. She doesn't, mm-hmm. but she's talking about kids. This came up during the pandemic because it was the first time really that it was on Netflix and a whole new generation of people started watching it because the very first episode of Friends aired in 1994, which means the next... I know, it's 29 years old now. It's a big 30 next year. Ooh. You know, it's something that we would have grown up on and... Like, I've watched every single episode of Friends, I would say, 10 times over. It's like the the go-to in our house for... You just do have it on in the background. Exactly. You know, and it seeps into your brain eventually. <laughs> so it's it's a staple for everybody. But Jennifer has just come out saying that, um, and this is a really interesting kind of discussion, that comedy has evolved and so much that it's like tricky now for people to be funny. Mm. Um, so she said you just have to be very careful, which is very hard for comedians we've Taryn out there and she's a comedian I'm sure she knows all about this but it's like especially as Irish people we only know to make fun of each other and make fun of other people and it's like a bonding thing Um, and now I would even find myself not saying stuff to my own friends that I probably would have said back in school. I'm like, God, is that a little bit too far now? Um, So she was just basically saying that you could joke and have a laugh but now it's about, you know, educating people and we're not really allowed to to kind of go there and uh, to a point I'm like yeah 100% because things are just taken way too far mm. but at another I don't know it's really tricky and I am not jealous of comedians I'd say you have to be very careful now and what you say what you do and somebody's always going to be offended this is the, the hard part yeah. and it's it's finding that line of where what's what's actually funny and what's just mean too far it, that's a good way of putting it, Laura, in yeah. fairness. That is what it is. And like like you said, a lot of the younger people watching this now do find it offensive. But, you know, when we were watching Friends, it was very progressive at the time as well. Like, there were storylines going on there that we at the time were like, oh, cool. Well, if you look at it, it's the very first time I remember seeing a lesbian couple on my screen mm-hmm. and, and an open lesbian couple. You know, Carol leaves Ross to go and like live her dream when she's pregnant mm-hmm. and she has a wife and and they go on and they live that. It's also the first time that I ever seen surrogacy when Phoebe has her brother's babies. <laughs> I love that storyline so much. And she ends up having... She was the best pregnant She was amazing. And that, and that's, that, that was the whole, the whole time when Ross went off to get married in London and Rachel left and she's on the phone to the parents. Like, I remember all these scenes so vividly. Yeah, and we didn't think twice about it either. No. You no. were just like, love, love that. And I do think we do take ourselves very seriously. Um, and Jennifer also said, she was like, everyone needs humour. And she said, particularly in America, because it's so divided oh, there God, at the yeah. moment. And what brings people together more than the laugh? And I think that's, you know, what we're particularly good at here in Ireland. Um, so, yeah, it's just a really interesting conversation. And like one that I'm not jealous of having to have I'm being up on stage yeah. and doing that because there's a fine line but um, I do agree with Jennifer Aniston I do think it's probably gone a little bit too far and we need to be able to have a laugh have a laugh don't be mean that's that's where we're standing amen. on amen that's where we're at um, still love friends to this day don't think I ever won't oh of course <laughs> like, we, I actually later. think we should just do a friends theme show where we could just quote it the entire way through and yes. give away prizes because that's what we love doing Ellen you will be back with us next Sunday from 10 o'clock with all of our celebrity gossip stories so get your work get your stories ready I'm busy 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 V thank you so much for joining thank us you. Here we go. Sunday service with Laura